With us today is Congressman Peter King, and so many things are happening in, uh, in, in so many areas, but he does come up with common sense solutions. Uh, Congressman King, so many things are happening. Where do you want to start this Sunday morning? John, I guess what concerns me most is that, you know, the war between Israel and Hamas, and really it's Hamas and Iran and Hezbollah, certainly Iran, uh, is would be difficult enough. Uh, clearly, I'm on the side of Israel. Most Americans should be. But what bothers me here is that there's such a division within the country, even between generations. You know, we had Mark Penn was on uh, uh, Katz and Cosby this week, and I've been talking to Mark separately also. And he did a recent poll where people over the age of 65, 95% of them support Israel against Hamas. But people 18 and 34, it's almost 50-50. And 35% of people in that age bracket don't even believe that Hamas attacked Israel. They think it's all fake news. I think it's make-believe. And I don't, know, I don't think there's ever been such a division uh, between generations as, as there is now. And this is really, to me, a moral issue. I mean, you can have views regarding the Israelis and the Palestinians between Gaza and Hamas uh, to have honest differences. But for anyone to say that Hamas did not attack Israel, that they were not brutal, brutal, vicious, horrific murders and torture and killing and taking hostages, if anyone doesn't realize that, to me, is, is really scary. And when you find that uh, among younger people, it's 50-50. And 35% don't even believe that it happened. Uh, I don't think we've had, that'd be like after Pearl Harbor, saying the Japanese didn't attack Pearl Harbor. Congressman King, you've served in, the, uh, in uh, Washington for 28 years. How about the new speaker? Do you uh, know him at all? So I know him not that well, but I know him well enough to say that I think he's very qualified. Uh, he is, even though he's very conservative, which obviously a lot of people would like, but he can deal with all factions of the party. He's going to try and bring together a majority on as many issues as he can. And my dealings with him are he was uh, uh, he's from Louisiana. He's an excellent lawyer and a family man, well-liked. There's no uh, sharp elbows, no temper tantrums, no acting important or anything like that. But more than that, uh, he was one of the few people from the South, among the conservative Republicans in the South, who was right up front supporting the 9-11 compensation. Uh, he was uh, on the, uh, I guess it was the House Judiciary Committee then, and he was excellent. He came out early to co-sponsor the legislation, and it meant something. It's one thing if you're from New York and you support it. You know, you're supposed to, you're expecting to. New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. But to have someone from uh, Shreveport, Louisiana, who was only then in his uh, second term in Congress. And uh, for him to uh, come out that way, to me, was a, a real sign of him being a good guy. There was nothing in it for him politically. It didn't help at all politically. Probably didn't hurt him either, but it certainly didn't help him. And uh, he did it because it was the right thing. And also, it shows his blue-collar roots, because his father was a firefighter in uh, Louisiana who was almost killed in a fire. He was burned all over his body, severe severe uh, uh, burns, injuries, and it really impacted him for the rest of his life. And that left a, a, real, uh, a real impact on Mike Johnson. So I think he is going to do the job. Uh, he uh, is, again, dedicated. He's honest. 
And people may disagree with different views he has, but uh, he's not going to be imposing them on people. What he's going to do is trying to get a majority of uh, as many Republicans as he can to support legislation, work with the Democrats to get the best deal he can between the two of them. So uh, you're not going to see him throwing bombs. You're not going to see him throwing temper tantrums. So I, I think and he's very smart. So I, I think uh, Mike Johnson will be probably the right man for this time. Maybe in other years he wouldn't have been the first choice, but considering where the country is now, where the Republican Party is right now, all of the dissension and tumults and personality differences in Congress, Mike Johnson, I think, has turned out to be you know, the man for the job. So I hope he does well. I know that the Long Island delegation, uh, Anthony D'Esposito, Andrew Garbarino, Nicole Loda, they strongly supported him. And uh, you know, they, they feel they can work with him, uh, whether or not he agrees with them on every issue. He understands their concerns and will try to find a way to accommodate them and make it part of the overall Republican uh, view. Hi, it's Lou Dobbs for Priority Gold, America's precious metals dealer. These are volatile times with high inflation, soaring debt, wars on multiple continents, and rising financial stress. Central banks are buying gold to diversify their reserves, so are many Americans. Call Priority Gold and find out how precious metals can help you diversify your portfolio. They're highly rated and happy to help. Call 1-866-303-6357 or get a free gold guide at PriorityGoldGuide.com. That's Priority PriorityGoldGuide.com. Understood. Uh, and uh, that, uh, you know, not too many people. I've been asking around uh, all of uh, Friday, all of Saturday. Uh, nobody knows him. He's very not known around town. And uh, he, uh, you know, he hasn't gotten around uh, to, uh, for people to know him. So uh, I think that's going to be one of his handicaps. Uh, we got another minute or so to go. Or, 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 yeah, or, or it could be a plus. You know, he's not going to start off with many enemies either. So it's up to him. I think the, you know the challenge is now. Uh, it's up to him to take advantage of the fact that, but uh, you know, by not being well known, he doesn't have many enemies either. So take advantage of that and go forward. Understood. We'll Anything else you'd like to speak about this Sunday morning? No, just John again. You know, when I uh, park my car and walk up Third Avenue to the uh, studio. And you just look around, and it's, you know, it's not the Manhattan we knew just a few years ago. I mean, there's so many. Uh, and then driving back home, you know, through the city, just seeing that whole cast of characters that are out there. Uh, uh, it's, uh, you, know, you know, people were, you know, the drug addicts, the homeless, uh, people were riding on and off the sidewalks on motorbikes. And uh, it's, it's just a, there's a decline in the quality of life. Uh, in New York, and that's in addition to the increase in crime. So I, I hope Last week, it's turned around. We're going to make New York. New York is the greatest city in the world. I hope we get it turned Absolutely. around, uh, Congressman. Uh, I mean, last week uh, it was published again that the drop in population in New York City, New York State, was like 540,000. We had so, more than half a million people leaving New York. So, so somewhere along the way, the crap is going to hit the fan, if you remember the, what the yep. old expression was. Right. Yeah, it's going to happen. And it's so, uh, I mean, so much has to be brought back. We have to bring back basic standards. We have to bring back the respect for the police, respect for teachers, uh, just respect for your fellow men and women. Uh, but again, some of the conduct you see out in the streets, the uh, people are uh, afraid often to walk the streets, uh, certainly afraid to take the subways. And when people say they're not, but then you say, well, would you want your daughter to take the subway? Would you want your 
teenage son to take the subway. They say no, you know, they don't because they, it's just, uh, it, it's been such a decline. I hope Mayor Adams can get it together. Uh, you know, the new police commissioner, Kavan, hopefully he can get it together. Uh, and uh, the governor has to pitch in more. It's a, just a, a decline in values, a decline in, uh, you know, uh, personal morality. It's like Manhattan having one nail in a coffin, and with the congestion pricing they want to pass, it's oh, going yeah. to be like two nails in the coffin. That's going to be, you think how much is, that's going to add on to the average working person who has to drive into the city. What's, that's going to add to their, you know, their costs. People have to visit uh, uh, your relatives in the hospital, people have to make deliveries. It's just going to be, uh, it's such an impediment to, to business and impediment to the average working person. And, uh, it's, uh, at, 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 it's coming at the worst possible time when the city is in serious decline. This is going to make it more of a decline. It's just totally, totally counterproductive. Congressman Peter King, thank you for your input this Sunday morning. And we'll catch up with you again real soon. Thank you, John.